0: Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to Bluenile.com. That's Bluenile.com. Because there's, because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here, Here are, are the, the biggest, biggest stories and everything else you need to know from the new Title Town. It's Breaking Boston with Andy Hart. frequently run the play clock down a lot. In the end zone, touchdown, Jalen McMillan. 19 yards and the Huskies lead for the fourth time tonight. And the safeties split right here. McMillan works right to the middle. He knows where the void is. The safeties are late in communication. Nobody takes the middle. Penix anticipates the throw and threads the needle. Right between the safeties for a nice touchdown on the opening drop. Good morning and welcome to Breaking Boston for the first time of the new year, July 2nd, 2024. I'm Andy Hart. You can see Coop Leonard, producer du jour in the background. Nick Fitzy Stevens is AWOL, so I'll be flying solo with a little assist from Coop today and what you just heard and saw Was Washington quarterback Michael Penix put on an absolute show? Now, some of you may not have seen it, because if I wanted to turn this into a bitching podcast, I'd bitch about the fact that I have to stay up till 1 a.m. to watch a regulation college football game on a holiday when the entire country is off and could be watching at any point. But I'm not going to do that. I'll save that bitch fest for an o- another day when I tell people to also get off my lawn and various other issues that old men like me have. But if you're a Patriots fan, you're a college football fan, you probably enjoyed the college football playoff. Michigan also got the win. Two very good football games. But from a Patriots perspective, watching Michael Penix make plays and that clip we saw was one of just many, many good throws he, the lefty made in that game against Texas to get the win that ended up being closer than it should have been um, in the final seconds for some interesting reasons we're not going to get into. This is not a Longhorns or Huskies podcast. This is breaking Boston, as I said, for January 2nd, 2024. Patriots, by the way, this weekend, because we're going to be a hodgepodge this morning. It's the first Tuesday of the new year. It's football season. It's winter. College football is going on. NFL football is going on. Last week of the season, headed toward the playoffs. Patriots lost in Buffalo 27 to 21 in a game that should not have been nearly that close because you had Bailey Zappi throw not one, not two, but three first half interceptions. It was an ugly first half turnover fest. Josh Allen, Bailey Zappi could not make plays, at least not to their own team in that game. And the Bills had 20 points off Patriots turnovers, took care of business, had one drive in the second half, essentially to put the game away. Josh Allen and company not exactly sprinting toward the playoffs, but they're headed toward the playoffs. The Patriots are not. Patriots are headed towards still a top five pick with the season finale on Sunday at Gillette Stadium uh, against the New York Jets, the issue at hand, because, yes, the Patriots have won more than a dozen straight football games against New York. They win again. And if you're watching on the video version of Breaking Boston, you'll see that right now, thanks to strength of schedule, the Patriots, at four and twelve, sit in the third spot in April's draft. But if they win, they will drop down, likely depending on what else happens around the football uh, football schedule this weekend. But the Patriots, if they can lose, find a way to lose to a Jets team that uh, is also, by the way, in the top ten picks. Scary for New England. And if you're a Patriots fan, the Jets have the possibility at six and ten of picking eighth or higher, getting a top ten selection to add to. Aaron Rodgers next season, Uh, Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, Sauce Gardner, the young talent they are putting together in New York could get another body or or will get another body in the top 10 picks. But from a Patriots perspective, the only question about the show that Michael Penix put on uh, last night is whether that moved him up too high. Does that make it a problem? Are you going to have to take Michael Penix? I saw some people saying that Michael Penix is now going to be a top five pick Um, I can't really jump on board with that. It's an older prospect, multiple ACL tears that made him an older prospect. Um, but he definitely put on a show, throws the football as well as anyone you will ever see. Now it's left-handed. So some of us that have biases against left-handed people, yes, I'm going to admit it, left-handed quarterbacks bother me. You can take your Steve Young and your Mike Vick and those guys and shove it up your keister because I've always thought left-handed quarterbacks were a little bit weird, look funny, and not as good, but Michael Penix looked more than good enough last night. Now, he has great receivers he is throwing to, which will take him down the road of the various arguments of Joe Burrow and others over the years, where is it the receivers or is it the quarterbacks? When they get to the NFL, you often find out, but Michael Penix... Put his name in the mix, I would say, for the first round, and that could be a problem for the Patriots because I saw a lot of people on Twitter during the course of the game last night saying, ooh, Marvin Harrison at three, Michael Penix atop the second round. Sounds like a little good draft plan for New England, and I would agree with that. I think that would be a really fun and potentially uh, highly optimistic Draft come April. If you were able to get Marvin Harrison in the top five picks, and then swing back around the top five picks in the se- in the second round and take Michael Penix, the problem is that may not be an opportunity. Uh, Jaden Daniels obviously uh, is going to be in the mix for one of those top five picks, and then after that, it could be Michael Penix next. And we know that quarterbacks get overdrafted. C. Jones, comma Mac in the middle of the first round, and Michael Penix is a guy that's probably going to move up the draft process to late first round pick, mid first round pick, top 10 pick, who knows where that ends up. I've seen various speculation and opinions on that. If he is indeed the fourth quarterback drafted, where does he go? It doesn't look like he'll be available in the second round. Good news is Bo Nix also put on a show for the Oregon Ducks as they won their game in blowout fashion. So if you're a Bo Nix fan, maybe he would be The uh, pair or the uh, handcuff to Marvin Harrison, if you wanted to take Marvin Harrison near the top of the draft, this also, by the way, is assuming that Marvin Harrison is available to your New England Patriots because if they beat the Jets and drop down, that will change everything. Then you'd likely be picking either another receiver or a tackle in the top 10 picks in the draft. From a Patriots perspective, as we talk draft, when the season is still rolling on, um, interesting reports came out over the weekend about the Patriots and Bill Belichick and everything going on. The fact that Robert Kraft, according to Crapsheet, has taken on a more active role in football decisions is the way it was painted. Talking about Bill O'Brien and Gerard Mayo from last season has made people think, Oh, maybe he's to blame for some of the losing in recent years. Also reports that, um, don't rule out Josh McDaniels and Brian Flores returning to new England. Um, Here we see uh, Bill Belichick. uh, What do we got here? Bill Belichick on Gerard Mayo. I think all our defensive coaches have done a really good job. Collectively, they work together. It's hard to single everybody out. Interesting. So he didn't want to talk about Gerard Mayo. He wanted to make sure Steve Belichick got plenty of credit for what the the defense is doing. Um, That's from the Greg Hill Show on WEEI. Um, but Bill Belichick's future is going to be the story all week. He would not take the bait in a press conference on Monday. Yes, he did a press conference on new year's day. No one works harder, no days off. Um, but Bill Belichick said he would get ready for the jets. And then after that jets game, we're going to find out whether it's Monday, Tuesday, a week from now, a little over a week from now, what does the future hold for Bill Belichick and the new England Patriots? Could it actually be a parting of ways now, um, Ian Rappaport, I keep calling him crapsheet, apologies to him, but you know, it is what it is. Ian Rappaport uh, reported that it's unlikely there's going to be a pure firing, which I don't really understand. He said it would be better, they would hope to make it a parting of the ways, but as I said on Twitter and no one has given me an answer to, if Bill Belichick does not want to part ways, then how can you move on without firing him? Uh, You have to fire him. Now, I know there's financials involved one more year on his contract and the possibility or the hope that maybe if you are moving on from him, you'd be able to trade him to someplace like the Los Angeles Chargers, where he could pursue Don Shula's record. He could pair up with a nice young quarterback in Justin Herbert and a talented roster and try to pull the coaching version of what Tom Brady did when Tom Brady moved on to Tampa Bay and won the Super Bowl. Obviously not sure Robert Kraft wants to see that happen for the second time as he's rebuilding with a new coach, new GM, new quarterback next spring. But we are on the uh, the verge of the most interesting offseason in Patriots history, and some of the uh, factors or details in that were certainly on full display over the weekend. Bailey Zappi, as I mentioned earlier, with his three interceptions, I think, Everybody can now agree. I'm not sure because on our six rings post-game show on WEI, we still get occasional Bailey Zappi callers and fans who think Bailey Zappi, if surrounded by the right talent and given the, ne- the right support and time to develop, could be a franchise quarterback. I'm not sure exactly what those people watch. I'm also not sure exactly what Pro Football Focus watched because I saw uh, one tweet that said Pro Football Focus – Listed Mac, uh, excuse me, Bailey Zappi as having zero turnover worthy throws in a game in which he threw three interceptions, including two that were really bad throws, bad decisions. Throw to Mike Kasiki, late intercepted by a defensive lineman, and then a slant to Devontae Parker that just threw right to the corner who jumped the route. I don't know how those are not considered turnover worthy throws. But Bailey Zappi, in my mind, has shown he can play quarterback in the NFL, shown he can compete, shown he is in the mix to be a top backup quarterback for either the Patriots or another football team, but has also shown what Mac Jones showed earlier in the year. The Patriots don't have a franchise quarterback. They don't have a starting quarterback. They don't have the guy to build around. And then you see the odds on the screen now, if you're watching Coop Leonard putting up the odds for Patriots uh, for the next team for Bill Belichick. You still got minus 110 for the Patriots, then plus 1400 for the Raiders as the most likely stop, but just ahead of the Carolina Panthers, whose owner is best known now for throwing drinks on fans in front of his luxury box. Not sure exactly how that uh, hypocrisy works down in Carolina, because if I throw a drink on a fan, I'm kicked out of the stadium and maybe asked to never return. But if you're an owner, apparently you can throw drinks on people and not even have to issue an apology days later. That's a rant for a separate day on a separate podcast as well along with the late-night bowl game rant. But for this podcast, it was an exciting football weekend. You saw games in college, games in the NFL. You saw the Ravens anoint themselves the team to beat in the American Football Conference by kicking the ass of the Dolphins. Even if Dolphins don't even have asses, the Ravens kicked them. And you have the Patriots putting up the good fight in Buffalo, losing 27-21 to help solidify top-five draft status, even in a game that Bailey Zappi threw three interceptions And then on the college football land front, land, land, uh, whatever, front of land, whatever the hell it's called. It's early in the morning because I stayed up to 1 a.m. to watch watch Michael Penix kick ass and take names. Bo Nix kicked ass and took names. We all know that Caleb Williams didn't play. Drake May didn't play. Jaden Daniels didn't play. No one on Florida State played because we have guys sitting out getting ready for the draft. But if there's one star, I would say, from New Year's weekend college football playoff right now, It's Michael Penix, who made himself some money, made himself some fans in New England and probably elsewhere across the NFL with his big left arm and his big victory to stay undefeated to set up in a little over a week, the college football playoff finale, the national championship game where you'll see Michigan face off. And if you're a Jim Harbaugh guy, love him, hate him, see him in the NFL next year, looking for his national title. And Michael Penix looking to stay undefeated to get his national title before he And many other players on that Washington Huskies offense, those wide receivers, make the jump to the NFL. This has been breaking Boston for January 2nd, 2024. It's winter. It's basketball season. It's hockey season. It's kind of the hot stove season for the Red Sox, who traded Chris Sale. I guess I should get excited. Woo-wee, Giolito. Woo-wee, his ERA is higher than my weight post-freaking Thanksgiving. But anyway... We are going to say that this was a football weekend, New Year's weekend. Patriots lose, Michael Penix wins, and all of America is excited for the national championship. For Coop Leonard, for Nick Fitzy Stevens, who is somewhere, somehow, someway prepping for a Six Rings podcast, I'm Andy Jumbo Hart. This has been the first Breaking Boston of the new year. Hope you enjoy the uh, football this weekend and stay with us each and every morning where we'll recap the major talking point in sports or in Boston sports on... Breaking Boston.